Hello, everyone, and a big warm welcome to the XTC Network AMA series. Now, in this XTC Network AMA series, we invite various partners and the application teams who have done their projects or they are partnered or they have a stake in the XTC Network. And uh, basically, it is to uh, showcase their portfolio, the products, services, etc. And uh, the objective here is to create an awareness of the XTC network, the complete ecosystem. And in this way, we try to build up the ecosystem and scale the complete uh, entire community. A little bit of an introduction about myself. Uh, my name is Nunu, and I am a technology evangelist. In the blockchain space, I help the founders to uh, evangelize the technology, their product, their platform, and I help to build up their ecosystem, scale up their community. And I do have a podcast channel called Blockchain Hustle, through which over the last couple of years, I have shared my learnings throughout this blockchain journey. So uh, in this uh, channel, you have a number of uh, episodes, which the, the themes uh, span across uh, various concepts, explanation of the various concepts of blockchain technology and uh, linking them to the real world applications. And it covers also apart from the basic concepts, it goes into the tokenomics, it goes into NFTs and it goes into the impact in various uh, the impact of blockchain into various verticals. So there's a whole lot of information It's basically, I would say, educational and informational. And uh, it is available on the usual podcast channels like your Apple podcast, Google, Podbean, YouTube, the channel on which you are watching this AMA. So I would strongly recommend you to go take a look. And if you do like those, uh, the content out there, do subscribe to it. Thank you. So today's session, today's session is on an entity called Frontier. And Frontier is a blockchain agnostic uh, DeFi decentralized finance aggregation layer. And uh, the Frontier wallet helps to track your multiple assets across various blockchain protocols without the need to switch applications. But uh, to get to know more of this, today we have the uh, founder and the CEO of this entity, Frontier, Mr. Ravindra Kumar, as our guest for the session. A very warm welcome to you, Ravindra. Uh, hi guys, thanks for having me. Like, uh, like pleasure to like have a discussion here on, on Frontier. Thank you, Ravindra. Ravindra, can we kickstart this session with you explaining a little bit about your uh, background, about yourself, and how did you get about to start Frontier? For sure. Okay, like. Um, so uh, my background, okay, I've been a programmer all my life. Okay, I've built a lot of mobile products in and um, in in the past. Okay, like uh, um, like I built products in India where I've scaled to fifty million downloads on mobile, and I've built products in US where I've scaled to twenty five million downloads. So I started my crypto journey way back in two thousand seventeen during the ICO era. Hmm. Like uh, the, my first experience with crypto was like writing the smart contract for some of the ICOs. Okay, like um, uh, I used to write uh, token contract, vesting contract, and few other kind of contracts for the ICO projects. 
okay mm. that's when like i that's how i started in crypto so overall like after like after like having um, having had a like really good um taste of how how things work at crypto and stuff like in through the ico era okay i joined instadap as a cto instadap is one of the first um limelight project limelight crypto project from india okay like mm. um, they have actually like done like more than 100 billion cumulative volume on um, on 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 across a chain or like in terms of like managing the portfolio of more than 100 billion so mm. that's when i started uh, the actual crypto work okay like i learned everything about defi at instadap okay um, uh, like mm, when i was working at instadap the the volume in DeFi was around 20 million only. Okay, mm. like it uh, it was we are we were really too early to into DeFi. Okay, something okay. like the DeFi word the itself wasn't wasn't invented at that point in time. Okay, mm. I still remember there was a there was a Telegram group. Okay, which was joined by the like Compound Finance, Set Finance, uh, Set Protocol, and few other founders. Joined mm. this group and like we just started discussing in that group, mm. saying like what should we call this technology? Like some some people wanted to call this uh, like open finance. Some people wanted to call this um, something else. Okay, like then everybody like uh, finalized we should call this as decentralized finance. Mm. Okay, like once we decided we should call this decentralized finance, we started talking about DeFi everywhere, like in mm. the um in twitter defi defi that's how this defi term got originated mm -hmm. okay so everything everything i learned about defi at instadap okay like and my background with uh with frontier okay like um uh, my background with mobile development i wanted to build for something on mobile and defi okay that's when i started working on frontier uh, okay yes. okay so you uh, let's get on to the product and because you mentioned DeFi, uh, could you start with just setting a basic uh, the foundation here as to what is a DeFi wallet? Why do you need one? And then comes the thing about the Frontier wallet. So the current um, current situation with the wallets, okay, like we we have a lot of challenges. Okay, we have uh, we have the uh, um, uh, we have like evm based wallets okay when we started frontier okay there was only one relevant chain that was ethereum okay mm. now we have like so many other chains okay the, the entire ecosystem has become multi-chain mm. okay and um, like if you if you take example of metamask it's it supports evm only okay mm. and we have some other wallets okay which support specific ecosystem mm. okay, there is some some wallet which supports cosmos ecosystem there are some wallets which supports Solana ecosystem. There are some wallets which supports uh, like only like uh, um, only near ecosystem. Because of like so many products being built for this particular ecosystem, there is a huge fragmentation. Okay, mm. like like when this entire um, uh, uh, like entire ecosystem is growing in terms of multiple blockchains, mm. you can't have multiple wallets like mm. to manage your portfolio like manage your your application okay that's mm. when like 
frontier comes into play a frontier has been the like truly multi chain wallet okay like we support evm we support uh, we support solana we support uh, um, uh, like near and all all the major blockchains like mm. also we recently launched support for xcc network as well so mm. without leaving the actual wallet like you will get access to all the blockchains okay you don't have to install multiple blockchains okay mm. this is the problem which we are trying to solve so mm. we call ourselves as a defi wallet because like we are not just um we're not just like a, um, um, we are not just a wallet like with with the dapp browser okay? we have built the interface in a mm. native way okay like mm. we have built um we have built we built a lot of interface let's say if there's a swap experience if you want to swap if you want to trade token from one token another token we have built a, we have built a native interface okay which you can use it on the mobile okay, okay. Like right now in in most of the existing other wallets like you will have to go to dapp browser and like you will be like forced to use the web experience okay like, so like if like right now the entire like defi ecosystem the volume mm. and everything is coming from the power users mm. okay, but if you want to take this adoption to mainstream users mm. i don't think like you can do it through a desktop experience okay like mm. it doesn't make sense to do do an adoption through desktop experience mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what that's the exactly thing the thing which we are trying to solve we are trying to like increase the access, accessibility for web3 like mm. through mobile yeah okay so you mentioned about the experience the interface rather you said it's a native interface so when you have multiple wallets right on the frontier uh when a person is interacting with the different dapps on this whatever protocol we are talking about is it the regular interface there or is it a frontier's own interface or what is it could you just explain a little bit on that so um um <laughs> over the period of time we have built uh, we have we have we have built a common um uh, like ui framework okay for mm. the for the lot of defi primitives mm. okay let's say like on uh, the like if you consider yield farming and lending as a defi primitive mm-hmm. both lending earning staking all of these okay like these defi primitives goes under on consider mm-hmm. it as like we have extracted all of this on components and put it mm-hmm. put it under the on section so we already have uh, the lot of common um, components which users are already familiar when it comes to mobile okay so when you you've talked about <coughs> sorry you've talked about the mobile browsers and the web browsers and then you've got it to the mobile so that it would be more accessible to more people the regular people right so yes. when it comes as a, from the developer's perspective in your opinion what uh, do people gravitate more towards web3 uh, sorry the web browsers or they move more towards the mobile browsers so when it comes to developers okay like in terms of usage yeah. or you in terms of building like what do mm. you in which context are you asking this question mm. i'm talking about in terms of the developer so i understand developer who wants to build on web3 yeah for what the web browser i mean i'm talking about a desktop or compare as compared with a mobile apart from the accessibility to multiple people uh, as far as a developer is concerned is there any context there or it is uh, agnostic of that 
I guess there is it's it's not um, building a mobile product needs a lot more effort and lot more uh, skills. Hmm. Okay, like mobile development has been happening from two thousand six. Okay, hmm. like and from the first version when Android launched, hmm. people have been building mobile products. Okay, like hmm. mobile building a mobile app is not a big deal. But hmm. building a Web three mobile app, like you need to have experience of mobile development plus Web three. Okay. Okay, like hmm. you you need to have both. Okay, like yeah. that's that's something which like it's not going to be very straightforward. Hmm. Okay. So that's where the real challenge comes in. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So so, so everything I learned at Instadap and like everything I learned in DeFi ecosystem, like I was like I was able to like gel with my. past experience of building mobile product that's how like i've been able to build a mobile product you leveraged on that it was a good yes. uh, amalgamation of that okay yes yes okay so uh ravindra on the assets when we are talking about tracking multiple assets right here what are the different uh, assets are we talking about are we talking about tokens cryptocurrencies nfts what could you share a little bit more on that some details so so like typical crypto user web3 user what are the things which he does mm. okay like he he buys crypto like um, probably like using credit card or using like on ramp or something like that mm. okay he like he does trading on on the dexes mm. okay like he bridges his asset to another chain mm. okay like he he buys nft mm. okay like he uh, he lends his assets he stakes his assets hmm. okay he borrows some of the assets okay these are the some of the primitives what typical web3 user can do it hmm. so we provide a native interface for all of these defi primitives okay yes that's how that's how like we um, um, we we make it it's, it's nothing to do with the protocol it's all about like what are the defi primitives which typically hmm. um, like web3 users do it Okay, and uh, NFT, uh, like we we don't have a way to buy an NFT within the Frontier wallet as of now. Mm. Okay, because there is some restriction since we are a mobile wallet. Okay, mm. Apple or Google doesn't allow like buying something within the app. Okay, like the okay. buying flow has to go through like Play Store or the App Store because they'll get a revenue, thirty percent revenue out of it. Okay. so that's that's not that's not there yet okay like but overall like we will still be able we 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 are nft portfolio let's say if you have a music nft you can play that as part of the music player like if you have a mm. video nft you can just stream as mm. part of the video player and all of that mm. so okay so uh, you can access those nfts but let's say if one was to trade one's nft and go to let's say open sea for example would one be able to do that through the frontier wallet right now like we, we can do it through like wallet connect okay they can they can connect connect to open sea through wallet connect of okay. frontier okay like yeah. then then they can trade the assets which is part of frontier wallet okay. okay trading within the application like it has a lot of restriction as of okay and those uh, what i understand is those restrictions are mainly coming because it's a mobile Uh, application and it goes through the Google and the Apple Play Store, etc. Yes, exactly. Okay. So coming to the access, if I have got this right, it is if I need to get the Frontier Wallet app, I download it from Apple or from the Google Play Store. Yes. Okay, fine. And uh, let's say if I have positions in uh, various uh, 
uh, things like, for example, in Uniswap or XYZ and so forth. Would I be able to have one consolidated uh, uh, picture or a dashboard for what yes, my... That's, that's exactly what we have done. That's exactly what we have done. Okay. okay like, um, um, to going back to Frontier's story, like we started as a mm -hmm. portfolio tracker. Okay, like I built the first version of the app hmm. to track track the positions across the protocol. Hmm. Okay, like we were not a full-fledged wallet back then. Okay, hmm. when we launched the first version. Hmm. Okay, like when time goes by, like we started adding more and more features, like we became we became a full-fledged wallet. But even now, you hmm. can like manage like like track your positions as well as manage your positions within the wallet. Okay, so if I need to do some kind of uh, what do you call it as an asset rebalancing of the portfolio, for example? Yes, you can. Or do uh, I can do all that stuff. Yes. Okay. okay. You can do it on the go. Like that's that's the whole point of Frontier. Okay, like. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, that that's that's that has been our uh, like um, our vision from day zero. Like getting everything. Like not just tracking. You have to. You also want to manage it. Okay. There is mm. another important aspect. Okay. Like. Um, mm. Um, that is notifications. Okay, like mm. uh, notifications are very trivial when it comes to DeFi positions. Mm. Okay, like just in case, like if some of the price goes down, like the position gets liquidated. Yeah. Okay, there is no preemption, preemptive like notification being sent. Okay, saying like this position will be liquidated. Please yeah. add more collateral or some do something. Like there is no such thing. Okay, uh -huh. we have that thing. Okay. So you have a pretty smart uh, DeFi notifications there. Yes, yes. Okay. Based on the DeFi state. Okay. And how long has the have this uh, notification been there? I mean, I basically want to understand how do your uh, customers, your uh, audience, uh, what's the feedback from them? Because that's not very often seen to see such a rich uh, notification, right? So we we have been having this feature for quite some time, okay, like um, uh, from um, from more than more than fifteen months, okay. Like mm -hmm. um, initially, we started with send and receive notification. If you receive an if you receive an asset, we used to send a notification. If you send mm -hmm. the asset, we used to send a notification. Later on, we started adding notification based on the DeFi protocols, okay. Something okay. like the collateralization, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like alert, liquidation alert, mm -hmm. something like APY spike mm. alert okay like let's okay. say if i am yeah. lending uh some of the assets uh for uh, for xapy yeah. there is a, if there is a stable coin which starts getting more a, more api and other protocol we just send a notification okay so i so guess something pretty, else, you saw something like that yeah that's a, that's a pretty attractive uh, feature for uh, the DeFi users right Yes, yes, but the problem is not the feature. Okay, problem is yeah. like we have very little number of users as yeah. part of the DeFi ecosystem as of now. Okay, if you okay. take any big protocol which has mm. billions of TVL, mm. okay, the number of users is still less than hundred k. Okay, we have a very less number of users like who who mostly understand how crypto works, who mostly understand mm. how mm. mnemonic phrase work, how private key works. Mm. Okay, nobody like nobody from the from the mainstream like mm. uh, mainstream adoption has like started using DeFi or Web3 because mm. the infrastructure isn't ready yet. Mm. Mm. Yes. Okay. So apart from uh, so, uh, is there anything else that you're doing to address this challenge of making it more mainstream? Apart from, of course, the main thing about your Frontier Wallet 
multi-asset tracking and stuff and notifications so so the idea of frontier like we uh we are like ultimately we want to bring mainstream adoption to web3 and DeFi, but yeah. to achieve that okay like before we build it for the next billion users hmm. you wanted to address the existing power users who are already like were already familiar with hmm. DeFi and web3 ecosystem hmm. so as of now we have been building for the power users hmm. okay like once we are like completely like through the power users like we get a we get a feedback and do the iteration and, and like once we capture the power users itself hmm. and then we will come up with the funnel to like hmm. like um, uh, capture the mainstream users so hmm. as of now the, the 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 biggest problems which i see like it with the for the mainstream user to get adoption in crypto and DeFi is uh, uh one thing is key key management itself private key management and the seed uh, seeds seeds okay. phrase management yeah and the next next biggest challenge is the on-ramp itself okay like mm. uh, there is no seamless way to buy a crypto right now mm. okay like mm. let's say i just want to buy like thousand rupees worth of crypto i'll just like do an upi transaction mm. okay and um, that is not there Okay, mm. right now, let's say like we have a we have we have a list of dApps which we use it like across mm. across various like protocols. Mm. Like once we solve this like onboarding and on ramp problem, we will yeah. expose we will make all of those dApps discoverable to discoverable to the existing mainstream users. Okay. Okay. Like if mm. you if you take example of Indian mentality, right? Like Indian yeah. mentality, like let's say. There were a lot of users like who used to lend um, their assets for interest. Mm. Okay, like Indians like mostly are like very much like interested in earning interest. Mm. Like there is no simpler discoverability for this. Okay, mm. onboarding mm. to crypto is one challenge. Onboarding to uh, like buying a crypto is another challenge. And we have the, another biggest challenge is onboarding into DAP itself. Mm. 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 Got it. So, yeah. So we have been building infrastructure over the period of time. Okay, this is this is not going to be like um, one time know. thing. Okay, like we have to iterate over the period of time and then uh, like evolve. Hmm. Okay, so it's quite a journey to go through. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, so uh, all these transactions, right? Uh, what are the fees which Frontier charges? What can you talk about that? As of now, we don't charge any fees. Okay, like we mm. are working on our monetization uh, module as of now. Yeah. Okay, like some portion of our monetization model is going through the audits. So we mm. don't charge any fees. Like uh, like we have done all the third party integration. We um, it's it's zero fee on on the frontier side. Okay, so yes. which means that as a user, if I am uh, accessing a particular DAP on a certain blockchain protocol, it would be the gas fees of that protocol, but not anything additional from Frontier side, correct? Nothing additional from the Frontier side. We are just okay. a non-custodial wallet facilitating yeah. the interface. Okay, like instead okay. of like going through the DAP experience on desktop, you can yeah. do the same operation on the, on the mobile, like mm. completely in a non-custodial way. There okay. is no layer or proxy on top of it. Okay. And yes. you do not ask the Frontier Wallet, it doesn't ask for any uh, private keys, right? So how exactly does the transaction go through? Like if I want we, to go... We, 
we did not have it in the initial version but now you can import the private key in the, the full-fledged wallet when we launched yeah okay like we have uh, we have a way to import your private key seed phrase and everything okay so there is something i was going through one of the articles or maybe through your website i understand there is something called uh, a transaction link the tx link yeah transaction link was built like uh, uh, like almost uh, like two years ago the idea of transaction link like when we started we were just a tracker we were not a full-fledged wallet okay at that point in time like uh, the idea was you use all the frontier features yeah. but don't don't import your wallet and okay. if you want to do the transaction do the transaction in your preferred wallet okay let's say if you are already familiar with metamask or yeah. trust wallet, trust wallet you still yeah. you'll still get all the features you have it in frontier as well as trust wallet but yeah. the, the final step like which happens the signing the transaction signing happens in your preferred wallet okay like okay. that was the idea of transaction link okay. but later on when we got more and more interest from the users we built hmm. the whole whole wallet okay but you you because you have all these wallets aggregated when it comes and you mentioned about the audit right so when it comes to having this aggregation of multiple wallets and when your safety the security etc the audit is concerned it's not just i would say i would presume it's not just on the frontier wallet but also uh, the wallets that you're trying to aggregate right so how do you work with all these aggregation integrations etc from the security perspective it's, it's, it's a push method actually it's, it's a decision okay. okay like when it comes to like we don't we can't sign the transaction ourselves we can just figure out what are the transaction parameters okay what needs to be signed okay, okay the signing is done by the user itself okay okay if yeah. that's that's the user choice okay like if user has chosen the malicious wallet okay like malicious mm -hmm. wallet it's a black swan event okay for them mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. it's not just affecting the frontier because they, we are connecting with them mm -hmm. it's affecting mm -hmm. their entire portfolio so it's 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 nothing to do with like uh, um, how we go about it but as far as the security aspect of frontier itself okay we use um, we use an open source uh, library from trust wallet which is called wallet core like which keeps getting audited every now and then and also mm -hmm. open source okay mm -hmm. we use this for wallet <clears throat> signing and and uh, like managing the security of the wallet layer okay it's it's pretty pretty transparent okay and yes. uh, what is the what are the audit frequencies um, it um, uh, like every six months there is an audit, there is an audit okay but but there are some of the things okay which is pretty straightforward okay yeah. let's say there is there is an ethereum mm. wallet signing layer mm. okay like the same wallet signing layer can be used on all the evm chains you don't have to audit that ethereum mm. signing layer again yeah okay yeah. because because yeah. it's it's already like working on ethereum like it should work on other evm chains as well mm. okay same goes with btc same goes with xrp if all of that is already working like we don't have to audit again let's say if there's a new blockchain something mm. like near blockchain something like polkadot coming up like at the mm. point in time there's a need for audit mm. Mm. okay so when and you talk audit is specific to that particular ecosystem not just entire source code doesn't have to be audited again okay Okay, yes. that aspect of the ecosystem. Okay. Yes. So, uh, 
is there any reward for a person i mean apart from the ease and the convenience etc is there any reward for the user to hold his or her assets on frontier um we had uh, we had something like a rabbit hole in the past okay like we will be like coming up with this feature okay if you do if you perform some of the operations as part of the frontier like you'll get a reward okay but over the period of time like um, that that wasn't scalable to keep on giving the reward like as and when more and more usage of the application we can't keep on giving the rewards so um uh, like we stopped at some point in time like we were giving the staking rewards we were giving um we were giving few other rewards so now in the future like we will we are thinking of coming up with a wizard okay, a wizard let's, let's wizard like let's say you do certain operations okay like uh, if you want to do if you want to learn everything about defi yeah. you have to do like five things okay you have to mint an nft you have to like buy an nft you have to like sell an nft something like that if you perform all of that you'll get a reward okay, okay. this is this is part of like onboarding mainstream users okay so as of actually, now like we, sorry yes. you're actually creating an awareness and educating people in that right and getting them while getting them on board as well as rewarding yeah like we are educating and we are providing a wizard and a simplified way on the process okay like we will partner with these protocols okay they okay. they will get users they'll get volume like okay. in return they'll pay us something okay we will pay that back to our users so when you say reward ravindra what is that reward if i can ask it is in terms of what it's definitely a, probably like some nft or some uh, some uh, some token like as as a reward okay, okay based on based on the particular campaign and uh, you have mentioned quite a few protocols in the midst of all this chat but uh, could you just give in one uh, this thing uh, what are the different protocols that frontier supports as of now okay we we support uh, like all the basic essential protocols on across the chains okay for example on ethereum like if you see like the top 10 protocols makerdao curve finance lido mm. compound finance aave like we support all of them okay, okay. like uh, same like across the chains if you go to um, binance smart chain okay like it's a, it, there are they, they have a different ecosystem okay yeah. they we are like there is a venus protocol which is exactly similar to compound finance but mm -hmm. it's um, um, but it's uh, it's a binance smart chain specific lending protocol so okay. we have um, to cover all the essential operations of any blockchain like we have, we support those protocols Okay. 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 So to make it as pervasive. Yes, as per the blockchain. Okay. For example, if if you think of Solana, mm -hmm. Solana has like different ecosystem. They they also have a different lending protocol. They have also have a different yield farming protocol. Okay, mm -hmm. we support based on the chains. Okay. Okay. That's how yeah. I kind of put it. Like the the way we choose these protocols is based on how much how many number of users use that particular protocol. Okay. Yeah. Like probably go to DeFi Lama, like look at the TVL, look at the number of users. And then yeah. like we, 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 we go through a security, like um, check. Okay. If, if the source code is open source, if it is secure enough, and then we add it into on it, uh, like our interface. So getting, getting onto the Zinfin, uh, the XTC network. Yes. Uh, you want to share as to how you got about it? What were the considerations? Why did you select that? Would that also included it into your portfolio? 
so um we we had a really good um experience working with the untapped untapped blockchains okay hmm. when xdc um xdc the first point was like xdc was evm like the implementation is pretty straightforward hmm. okay, we had some dependencies like which got delayed but like eventually like it was it was it was ultimately an evm chain like we were able to like ship it Mm. Okay, that is one thing, like the EVM based chain. And yeah. the other things was like when it comes to untapped market, like we will have more say. Mm. Yeah, being a multi-chain wallet, okay, when mm. there are there are some other wallets which is which is built specific to a to an ecosystem. Mm. It's like it's we don't get any uh, like any access into that ecosystem. Okay, like when like when we choose of an untapped ecosystem, like we get a lot of users. Okay, that's when okay. that's what mm. that's the reason like we decided XTC network. Okay, previously like we used the similar strategy. Okay, yeah. like we we like we built a staking net uh, staking interface for one of the networks. Mm. Okay, which gave us like more than five hundred million volume. Mm. Like for that particular network, we process more than five hundred million volume through our wallet. So yes. untapped networks have been always really good and uh, like we, it's really helpful for our co-marketing and like the outreach as well. Yeah. And I think it works both ways, both for those uh, yes. protocols as well as what you have just mentioned for yourself. For, yes. For front yes. yes. So what are the what do you have in the pipeline, the roadmap ahead? Where do you see Frontier in maybe the next one year, two year? Um, in in next one year, like crypto is like in one year, crypto is like uh, like twenty five years, like in the normal uh, web too. Like so, the way I see it, like it's it's a very fast moving uh, like place. Okay, like so, what what I feel is ultimately in next five years, okay, we want to become a front page of DeFi on front page of Web three. Mm-hmm. Okay, like how Reddit became front page of internet. Okay, like yeah. like if anybody thinks of Web three or anything. I, I they should they should think of frontier that's that's my ultimate goal okay but immediate roadmap for the next six months mm. okay we want to add like increase our distribution to more more chains and mm. yeah we, we want to increase our distribution to more dApps mm. okay and uh, like in the next six months from whatever we've already built for the power users we want to mm. expose all of these to mainstream users okay we will mm. have to create a lighter version of the application something mm. like remove all the technical jargon okay like yeah. i i'm like as a as a as a mainstream user i just want to earn crypto like probably in three to four taps and mm-hmm. um, i don't mind like trying out frontier i just want to earn it with, with mm. certain number of taps mm. okay, if you can create that kind of a funnel like that will be like really like really game changer for us and mm. as well as the mainstream crypto users. Okay, great, good. So, Ravindra, as uh, last one here, do you have any specific message for the XTC network community here? I guess, I guess, like XTC network has been like doing really great job in terms of onboarding more users to NFT okay. ecosystem, and mm. uh, there is a lot of synergies when it comes to NFTs and stuff. Okay, like mm. um, um, and. Um, anybody like who is thriving like uh, um, to build something on nfts like they should definitely check out xcc network 
okay and there is a lot of other primitives which is already built in the existing network and the team has been really supportive when when there's a builders coming into a particular network okay mm -hmm. like they have been very supportive like this is something which we have experienced okay, yeah. that's what i would say good to hear so ravindra that brings me to the end of the session but before i wrap up this episode is there anything which i have missed out that uh, and something that you would like to share with the community here yeah we we are going to launch a chrome extensions this month uh, okay like uh, which is which will be the first multi chain chrome extension okay like um, which supports evm solana xdc like um, near protocol and all the polkadot ecosystem and cosmos ecosystem okay it's something like this is the only chrome extension you would need to like navigate across across the blockchain okay, okay. you don't have to install multiple chrome extension okay yeah. like we we have completed the development of this we are going through the audit uh, for this okay. exact extension right now once yeah. we are like through the audit like we will be able to launch it okay and what's the time frame within this month within this month so that's going to be it's yes. almost it's mid of the month right so pretty shortly yes. very pleasure okay so thanks a lot ravindra for that share and for your time and i wish we wish you all the best for your uh, venture and yes. uh, thanks again thanks. so thanks a lot community as usual for your great support and uh, next week we have another ama and that is with comtech gold so do stay tuned thank you cheers <laughs>